unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hello, and here is Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach, back with another episode of Raw and Unscripted huh? with Christopher Roush, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we bring you a guest or we bring myself, and we just talk about what things you can actually do to become unstoppable, how to have that kick-ass confidence that just gets your mind going, gets your mind changing the beliefs and the perspectives that you have in order to achieve what it is that you have not been able to achieve as of yet. That's the whole thing. As of yet, we don't call failures and mistakes, bad things. Those are learning opportunities for us to grow. And that's what we do here is we take the situations in our lives that may have been perceived as something that was negative, And we spin that around and we try to figure out how we can use that as leverage in order to avoid making those same mistakes again in the future. Because if you learn from your mistakes, and most of us hopefully do, um, then that's how we grow. And that's how we become stronger. And that's the point of the show is to really bring you the raw and unscripted version of what me, myself, and I and my guests are thinking about so that you can know what really it takes to have that kick-ass life without all the self-help fluffy bullshit. You guys hear me talk about that. I, I just want you walking away and being energized every single week that you can actually take and apply what it is that we're talking about here on the show. That is my goal, that you get off the show and that you're able to uh, implement those things right away. What's up, Glenda? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you guys all for being here. Of course, as usual, I know some of you guys are jumping on. Good evening, Paul. Good to see you, brother. Thank you so much for being here. Glad you had a, a great Thanksgiving up there in uh, in uh, Canada. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, so the, the guest that I have on tonight, excuse me, I've been talking all day. Um, the guest I have on tonight is really just a really cool, cool dude. And when I say a cool dude, you're going to see what I mean. Um, Edwin is, Edwin's become a friend of mine, uh, over COVID. We actually joined in this, uh, leadership excellence club where, uh, we get together once a week. And as men, we just sit there and we help each other grow and call ourselves on our bullshit and really just learn and grow together as a vulnerable group. And most of the time when I've been involved in such situ situations like that, there's been a lot of selling or whatever it is. And honestly, this group of guys is just magnificent. And Edwin is just one of those, those beings that you're going to totally be connecting with really soon and really fast. You guys know me for my walk and talks, right? I go out there and I film. Usually it's me and Ozzy and I do my walk and talks. Um, so Edwin goes out there and he does his walking with purpose, right? So he actually just takes his cell phone and he just talks and he's, he calls it walking with purpose. It's not produced or anything. It's just him talking and riffing. And I got to tell you the stuff that he drops is magnificent. You got to go check him out once we're, uh, once we're done here interviewing here, but, uh, I just love talking to this man. So let's, uh, let's bring Edwin on to the group. What's going on, Edwin? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm, I'm doing great, Chris. I appreciate that intro and your energy and thank you. Thank you for having me here, my man. No, no, it's a pleasure to have you here. Really, truly appreciate it. Um, and uh, what's up, Kaylee Robertson Hart? Thank you uh, for being here. She says, hey, Chris. So I forgot to tell you every once in a while, I'm just going to do stuff like this. I'm going to post people's comments. Oh, awesome. You guys are you guys are uh, free to ask any questions that you want of myself or Edwin. Um, share your experiences as we're talking, because this is an inclusive conversation for us. You know, just, you know, here's what we're doing Tuesday night. We're getting inspired. We're, we're sharing our vulnerabilities. We're getting stronger. And, uh, you know, in the end of an hour, we walk away and we apply that stuff during the week and we help other people out. So, um, so thank you so much for being here. And, uh, anytime during this conversation, you're digging it, please share that out. We really appreciate it. We want to get the message out. We want to impact as many people as we possibly can, especially during this time at the time of the taping of this, we're going through COVID. 
Um, it's crazy. It's already October. It happened in March. We thought it was going to be a couple of months. I just watched a podcast the other day and the guy was like, I don't know what's going to happen if it goes until June. Right. And I was just like, it's gone. It's gone. Right. You know, it's, it, I, I got chills, you know, it's like, right. okay, this, right. this, is, this is going on. Susan, right. so good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, oh, hey, Kaylee, uh, she helps run the PTSD page. Awesome. With Jean-Guy. Thank you so much. Uh, such a, such a great and powerful group being there for everybody. I, I really respect all you guys. That's and then awesome. we got Shane Schultz in the house. What's up, Shane? Speaking of the pot, speaking of the heart podcast network. That's what this show is brought to you, by the way. I have it written right in front of me and I just missed it. Uh, so yeah, we are brought to you by the speaking of the heart podcast network. And of course, as always, be sure to go check out our new Phoenix radio, which is pretty badass. So thank you, Shane, uh, for being here, but Edwin. So speaking of COVID and everything, and, and, you know, we, we, we met back in March, I think it was, how yeah. have you been doing through this whole time? You and I haven't chatted. So for full transparency to everybody out there, how have you been during this time? What has this time really meant for you and your family? Right. Um, it's interesting, Chris. This time has been really reflective more than anything else. Um, it was, it, 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 it was like, well, it's, I've been, I've been training for a while and it was like a, it was a hook, an unexpected hook that, that, that I, that you take. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely one of those. And at the same time, I'm grateful that I was on a personal growth journey during that time also. So it was this perfect storm of me engulfing myself in myself and in uh, growth in my family and learning better ways to be close to my family, be uh, successful in my business and better ways to connect. And then COVID hit and it was like, oh wow, I was working on improving these things. So now it's a perfect opportunity for me to really enhance these skills and um, not so much for myself, you know, honestly for myself, for self-discovery and, and for healing and for watering or however, whatever you want to call it. Right. And it's and it was, you know, and, and it and it was so for me, it's it's I mean, it's been a lot of exploring, you know, it's been a lot of exploring, it's been a lot of discovery, there's been a lot of fear, there's been a lot of anger, there's been um some joy involved, you know, my daughter's growing and seeing her grow, and then there's been a lot of sadness and seeing the virtual learning and the difficulties and the stress that comes with that, and you know, and then at the same time, there's this um I mean, there's been some pain, man. There's been some pain. You know, there's been some pains. My grandmother turned turned 80. I wasn't able to see her for her birthday. Oh. She lives in Colombia, so I wasn't able to travel to go see her. Um, you know, I have I have family that uh, fortunately haven't been affected, have not been affected by the virus, but I do have um, some friends whose family have been affected by the virus. And you know, it's it's like, and then hearing different things, seeing different things. You know, it's like there's so much division. There's all this just so much chaos. Um, so I've been going with, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the ocean, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you like, I'm good. I'm like, right. Right. Like I mean, most of us, like one minute you're like, okay, this is what it is. It's going to be done. I was sitting there thinking, okay, by summertime, we're going to be good. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, then another thing, then another thing. And another thing, it's like really how much more idiocracy can we have in the world today and trying to figure it out and try to try to stay in the middle of it. Right. And not be on one side of the thing or the other side of the thing, help our friends and our family kind of stay in the middle of it. So they don't get caught up in that riptide and everything else. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you uh, do that with your family? I mean, as, as a family unit, how do you guys keep your, your wits about you? So I think 
the, the most helpful thing is knowing that we're individuals, honestly, has been, and, and it sounds, and it's interesting because even me kind of saying that, I'm like, man, that sounds too simple, but it really is that. It's like the thought process that I know my wife has her interests and I want her to cultivate those interests and knowing that I want to provide her space for those interests and for her to you know, discover herself as well. And then knowing that my daughter has her interest and wants to discover herself and also knowing that I have my interest and sometimes my interest involves like having them involved in everything. And sometimes that's not what they see. So it's honestly, I, I believe the biggest thing to sum it down is creating space. You know, it's been a very beautiful lesson for me. I think during this season is creating space and holding space for you know myself and for my family because i we're all going through it in our own way yes we're actually i mean it's such a great point evan and when you say space are you are you also saying in that space to have that to make sure that we're making time for self-love and self-care in that space you know absolutely like the empathy that that comes with that right where now i'm i'm seeing myself in them in whatever situation that they're in Right. And, and, um, and, 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 um, and me seeing myself in them is me seeing, is me saying, I'm angry that you're saying this right now. And I know that I'm angry that you're saying this right now, but you know, why am I angry that you're yes. saying this right now? Right. And then realizing, well, oh, I'm seeing a projection. I'm, I'm actually looking in the mirror right now, you know, and, and looking in the mirror is, is a bit, you know, it's, is a bit scary and it's a bit difficult. And it's something that historically I, would be really good at avoiding and separating myself from, right? And then saying, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, <laughs> awesome. I'm glad I'm not no. alone. Right. No. right, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it's, see it, it's not there. Exactly, I'll fog it up a little bit with some water just so that way uh -huh. I, can get, I can get through the day. So, you know, it, it's it's really, and like you said, man, the self-love, you know, and, and, really, and really calling my, you know, accepting myself as a gift. Right. In, 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 in any given situation, you know, and, and then accepting the moment. I mean, something that you say that really resonates with me is moments. You know, when we first talked, it's like you said something about moments. And, and, and I love that. I, we, I mean, you know, we connected with that where, where it's, you know, these moments and, and seeing myself in these moments and, and, and appreciating the time and the now has been a rewarding and a challenging man. I mean, it's, it's, it's also there's, there's a challenge involved with that also. Right. But there's, but when they, when they talk, when they talk about, you know, the risk versus reward situation, so many people forget that, that the challenge, the reward is so much greater when we face that challenge and we go after it and we like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a motherfucker, but you know what? I'm going to get through it one way. I'm going to go over it, through it, under, but I'm going to get, I'm going to figure Amen. it out and look back at that. that I'm going to be like, okay, I had to learn that. I had to go through that. Right. right. I mean, I was telling somebody the other day, I was coaching somebody the other day and I said, you know, cause they were like, you know, I just, I'm tired of the pain and I'm tired of this and I'm tired of that. And I'm like, guess what? The rest of your life is going to just the waves. I, I didn't use the waves, but I said, you know, I said, have you ever climbed to the top of anything? They're like, Oh yeah. I'm like, give me an example. Well, you know, we go hiking. I'm like, you know, you get to the top. What is at the top? The view. I'm like, yeah, well you didn't just get the view. You had to work your ass off to get up to the view. So right. did you enjoy that hike? Do you do that for physical reasons? Does it clear your mind? Yeah. Okay. So why can't you look at the other things in your life, those mm. challenges and those things, the pain, why can't you just look at it as another mountain to climb? And when you climb, you get to look at it and go, I did it. I didn't run away from it. I didn't, you know, do my usual stuff and go to my short-term gratifications. I conquered the hill and, oh, look, there's, there's, there's 17 more hills. 
But guess what? I'm going to do the same thing I did with this hill. I'm going to go up it and I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to get to the top and go, hey, beautiful view. And then I'm going to go down and do my own thing again. I mean, right? I mean, I, you know, I love, I love what you say in, in the intro where it's like, without the fluffy self-help bullshit, right? And, and I love, I love that because it involves, man, it involves pain. The climb involves, involves some shape, form of pain. You, you're either sore, you're either sore when you get up there or you slipped and you scraped your knee, you know, and, and, now, and now you know, hey, I can't step on those kinds of rocks because of how slick they look. So I get to be careful. So throughout the process, you're learning, you're gaining so much data. And, and there's also, and it's, there's a view as you're climbing, as you're going. Yeah. So it, it's 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 this thing where I, I agree, man. I, yeah, the journey, the, it's it's like embrace, loving, something I, I keep repeating in my head too is embracing, embracing the journey, you know, like loving the journey you know, yes. and, and, and loving, loving the pain and navigating, you know, using the pain to navigate, you know, and, and yeah, so I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I'm with it, man. I love that. No, man. That's, that's why we think alike. That's why we think alike. Hello, Pamela. Hello, Glenda. Hello, Larry. Thank you guys all for being here. Jacqueline Rose. What's up? Jacqueline is uh, one of the, one of the great kick-ass supporters. All you guys are great kick-ass supporters. Awesome. Um, Shane says here, she said, he says, uh, both my parents had and survived COVID virus. It was the hardest time and rewarding time. They found their way on the other side. Mm. On the other side of what? On the other side of healing. <laughs> you got to be careful. I just got a, I just got a notification that somebody that I know just passed away. So I was like, on their side. That's what I think. Oh, about. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. So thank you guys all for being here. Um, yeah. No, it, it is. It is. It's and I choose I choose to challenge people and let me know what you think about this, Edwin. When I think about the word pain, you know, pain is we've been brought up to something that you avoid. Okay. Don't get hurt. You know, we're as little kids, like mommy and daddy are like, don't get hurt. Be careful. You know, you don't want any owies. It's like, okay, no, uh, there's back teen and, and band-aids. I, if I get an owie, it's going to be okay. You know, and then maybe I learn, you know, I do something. Um, you know, we're taught that pain is bad, but I ask people to reposition pain in their brain and say, okay, listen, if pain is actually something that's great, like if you say money is great or you say confidence is great, if you look at it and say pain is great because pain can be the leverage and the motivator to get you unstuck from the mediocre life that you've been, you know, playing every day, the someday game, I hope, wish and pray that someday everything's going to happen. I'm going to win the lottery and doing that. But pain is actually the greatest amount of leverage because when you associate that pain as good and you look at it as, okay, what can I do to use that as fire to get over something that I need to get over in order to, to see that next view? I mean, is it, doesn't pain become a good thing? Like I use it even in my walking, like my hips hurt, my legs hurt, but I'm like, okay, most people would say, Hey, calm down, Chris and rest. But I'm like, okay, that pain maybe is there because the rest of the muscles around it aren't strong enough. So I'm going to go through a little bit of pain to make all the other muscles stronger so that it supports that area so that I'm not in pain in the long run, playing that long game. What are your, what are your thoughts on that, Edwin? Um, you know, what was it? Something. So I, I do this work right now. I do some coaching. Uh, I do some coaching work and, and I've been, you know, we mentioned, you know, we're we mentioned um, emotional intelligence, you know, I, I, you know, you posted that and it's something that I was um, thinking about. I think the quote was like the, our, our love is a legacy of our pain. Ooh. And, and it's something that I, you know, it's something I got from the right foundation. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm blurting that it was Dr. Judith that wrote it, but I mean, it's just amazing information there. And thinking about how I agree with that. I agree. We get information from our pain. So 
it's scary. I think there's fear. It's it's like there's layers to the to, to that emotion, right? So our brain, I understand our brain wants to protect us from pain. And I think, you know, it's 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 um first I appreciate that about myself, right? Where how I've created systems to protect myself from pain. And mm-hmm. they've been really effective systems. And I also realize how these systems have actually blocked me from reaching the things that I really want in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm protecting myself from pain, but I'm also protecting myself from joy. So it's like this, yes. you know, it's like this, 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 this mind fuck. I don't know how else mm-hmm. to describe it, to be honest with you, where I'm locked in in this web of, oh, OK, uh, let me be safe. Now I'm safe, but I'm miserable. Right. Right. I'm sad. Why? You know, why am I not happy? Right. Well, it's because, you know, you kept yourself. I kept myself safe, you know, and and, and actually the pain. I agree with you. The pain is good. This pain, there's joy in pain. You know, there's 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 good data in pain. There's information that could lead you forward in pain. You learn, Okay, you know what? Maybe this isn't the person. Right. That I can work with right now. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I tried it. I went for it. It's like it's like it's like going. It's like trying to. Um, it's a, a relationship. You know, let's break it down to a, a relationship and and someone who's scared to date because they've been hurt before, right? right. So I, I I've been hurt. So therefore, I, I'm not going to put myself out there because you know putting myself out there is. Uh, is is me um, um, accepting or putting myself in pain? Where it's like, well, no, I believe you can look at that pain. Who hurt you, right? And, and and how did they hurt you? What did they do that hurt you, right? And then why did that hurt you? And I'm learning that my pain, some of my pain comes from when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. You know? Talk to me about that. Talk to me about that. Because I know, know you, some just, of, you, just, you just did one of your walking with purpose and talking about pain and visiting that. That is ab- so ab- huge. I talk absolutely. about that all the time, dude. Man, I mean, not yeah, brother. I mean, look, I I had a moment. You know, I I had to grow up really fast, and there was a moment where suddenly I had to I had to grow up fast, and you know, I'm 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 raised. I was you know I was being raised by my aunt, and you know, my aunt just she she was brought up differently. You know, I I my mother was. I mean, man, she, amazing woman gave me so much affirmation, gave me so much joy. I mean, gave me so much attention. She just filled me with with all this love, you know. And and I was used to someone always saying yes to me, right? Someone who who you know, I anytime I asked, I I got it, you know. And 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 I was used to playing specific games with her and doing things with her and playing with her and just I remember all this joy. And suddenly, all that was gone. So now I'm in this position where I had a memory of being with my aunt, asking to do something with her that I would usually get a yes on. You know, I would usually get, yeah, you know, let's engage in this. And just her like, no, I don't do that. You know, just like, and I remember the pain that came with that, you know, because now I'm like, oh, like, okay, life is different now. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get what I used to get. So now I can, so I created, so it's crazy. So I created this system for myself where I don't engage fully with people. Right. So, so let me not engage fully. Cause if I engage fully, I'm going to get hurt. Yes. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so now my connections historically weren't as, weren't genuine. 
right? My connections, I wasn't expressing myself fully. I wasn't really saying what was on my mind. You know, I was more subdued and it was a way for me to protect myself. I was still outgoing. I was still easygoing. There were still things that, you know, people could vibe with me and, and all that. But there was just like, I wasn't me, man. I wasn't like, I, I wasn't feeling like me. And there's there's so much behind that. So mm-hmm. thinking back at that memory, I created a good system for myself, but now it wasn't serving me anymore. Right. So, you know, I look back at that memory and that pain and I'm like, wow, first it served me. So I'm remember, I'm, I'm, I'm honest, I'm honoring myself by saying this pain helped me create a system that protected me from a lot of different situations and put me where I am right now. So I'm grateful for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Then at the same time, I'm like, I could think about this differently. You know, yeah, I imagine, you know, I imagine myself right now as I am being in the room, right? While my aunt said no to me and me looking at her, you know, you know, as an adult and being like, <laughs> oh no, uh, we're going to do this, you know? And just, and you know, and, and, and this was, I mean, thanks to my coach. I mean, again, this is, you know, a coach that, that, that um, from the Wright Foundation, I mean, George Donald, amazing individual, uh, you know, check him out. He's just, uh, you know, he, he does videos, but, you know, he helped me kind of with this idea and, and with this vision. And I'm like, wow, I could go back in time. I could go, I could go back in time and yeah. I could, and I could, you know, and I could mm. grab these tools that I, that I, that I've, that, that I've, you know, grabbed from, you know, from different areas in my life. And I could use these tools to create a different memory for myself and actually, and actually honor that pain that was there honor what it did for me, the system that I created with it. And then now I could also be like, no, you know, things are different now. You know, this is how, this is how I would have responded. This is what I, this is what I'll respond with and and actually add joy into the memory. Like now the memory has joy in it and it's pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man, to think that I can do that. And, and that's beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that, Edwin. And I mean, it's such a great example of how, you know, I talk on the show all the time, like, you know, most of the stuff that fucks us up happens between zero and five years old. Child psychology, all the studies that I've, I've read, even before I had a kid say that, because I was like, okay, I've always been intrigued. Like, what is the root cause of why we're screwed up? And if I can figure out what the root cause of why somebody screwed up, then I can get to the solutions faster. They can be living life instead of existing in life. And so it's always been thinking of that. And I just started doing a bunch of research. I'm like, where does this happen? Does this happen in our twenties and our teens? And I was like mortified to find out that it was at the young age of zero to five. I'm like, how right. can that be the time when we learn to become the people that we're going to become for the rest of our lives? And then I even dug deeper, speaking of emotional intelligence, and I'm like, okay, why is this? And I'm like, okay, well, I found out that we're born at nine months because our head is so big that we wouldn't fit through the canal. And the fact that our emotional intelligence, that part of our brain is not even developed yet. So right. we don't even have the capacity to understand why people are yelling at us. You know, we go through right. the conditioning process. I talk about it all the time. It's like, you know, when you're a baby for those first six months, you are, you can't do anything wrong. You can right. shit on somebody. You can throw up on somebody. You can fart. You can scream. You can wake people up. You could drop shit. You could break shit. You are fucking not to be messed with. Oh, he's so cute. Isn't that so cute? Isn't that so, oh my God, they're so, oh, look at it. It's green. It's green poop, isn't it? I went through every single thing of that. Mm. And then, and then ladies and gentlemen, and then it happens. And then it happens. And I use the, I use the story, you know, two ladies are sitting there talking and their kids are playing. And for two hours, the kids do nothing but play and are perfect. And the women don't say anything. The moms don't say anything. And all of a sudden one of them does something, spills his milk or breaks something. And then what is it? What are you doing? Oh my God. You just interrupted our thing. And the kid's like, 
wait a minute. I thought just a minute ago I could shit fart and, and break stuff and wake people up and I was good. Now I'm bad. Okay. What's that? And we don't have that. We don't have that ability to discern what's going on. It's like, okay, now I don't want anybody yelling at me because that's not a good feeling. I know feelings. So now I'm going to build that protection. And as long as I'm right, you know, as long as I get good grades, as long as I make everybody happy and I do that for the rest of my life, I should, I should be happy. Right. Mm. You follow me? And oh, then, man. So then, then we have these experiences that we don't even have the ability to understand that emotional intelligence and the rest of our lives are going, okay, this is the way life is. Okay. Like mm. you said, I got to be protected. And I've right. met so many people who've been in relationships and like, I'm like, what do you want? I want to find somebody. And then you dig in. I'm like, you are so buried. You, if somebody came up and said, hi, you'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? Ooh. You know, like, guess why you're, well, I got hurt. Well, guess what? We all get hurt. It's okay. Right. You, you, you get hurt because that wasn't the one that was supposed to happen. And if you right. get hurt 25 times and the 26th one is your fucking soulmate and you spend the rest of your life happy, then isn't it worth it? Right. right? I mean, what's your take on that, man? Oh, how, man. How people process that? I, man. I love that. How you did that? I mean, you know, I love, so I love what you, what you, what you said about how the jump from, I can do whatever I want. Now I'm bad suddenly. And what I love about that is, is the feelings that are involved with that, right? This person is yelling at me. This person is angry. And you, you, you said as a, as a baby, I understand feelings. So I know this person is angry at me. I don't want people to be angry at me, yeah. right? So now complacency kicks in, right? Now, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you co Conformity, yeah. right? Now conformity kicks in, right? Where it's like, I need to conform to every environment to avoid this feeling that I don't like. I don't like this, this anger towards me, right? So it's, it's we evolve, we grow, into these beings that are, I believe we're, 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 we're intelligent emotionally, but extern like externally, it's like, let me protect everyone outside besides myself. Exactly. It's, it's, a great like, it's, like, it's like, we're doing the opposite, right? We think we're protecting ourselves, but actually we're working hard to protect the outside from us, right? Because we're not enough or we don't matter. Cause ultimately that's what we're telling ourselves. I believe when mm -hmm. we tell someone I was hurt, therefore I'm not going to go and try to look for a relationship. Oh, so you don't matter. Right. So what you want for yourself doesn't matter, right? Because mm -hmm. you want a relationship but you don't want to go do it because you were hurt. So you don't matter enough to go out and try to get a relationship. Right. And it's with this. And I think it's because of the confusion. It's like growing up with this, like, wait, do I matter? Do I not matter? <laughs> like, uh -huh. like, like, like I could do whatever I want. So I, I mattered, but now I can't. So I, I think I don't matter, but I think I matter. Cause I remember mattering, you know, and, and, and it's, mm -hmm. and it's so now, and then I believe it, what the i mean for me at least what really took over is i don't matter you know i i, I don't matter i'm not a, i'm not enough you know um I, i'm not i'm not seen i'm not heard and mm -hmm. and the more i the more i would believe that guess what the more my surroundings like they prove that to me right exactly it, Dude, it's like i'm I'm creating, i created this for myself mm -hmm. but now it's like no i i matter you know, I, I matter. My opinions matter, you know, and, and, and someone may get angry and, and I don't like that. You know, I don't like I may not like that. And I could also say that, 
you know, and then I could feel that and I could go with what that does for me. That anger might hurt me, you know, or, or it might mm -hmm. scare me or it might, you know, whatever, whatever it does for me, it, it's, it's, it's now I can actually play with this and I could, I could actually embrace it. So I think, I think there needs to be more play, man. You know, we need to engage more in that aspect and be kids again, you know, be those kids mm -hmm. in, in, in the freaking park, in, in that sandbox, you know, or wherever we are spilling milk and making mistakes and, and, you know, and, and it's crazy because it does, it starts, you know, it, it starts very little. It, it, yeah, it's it's insane, man. <laughs> I know, isn't it? I mean, and that's why I love talking to you about it because, it's, I mean, it's so impactful. And I, that's what we want you guys out here to really understand. And I just want to highlight some people here. Robert, what's up, Robert? Good to see you. Uh, Robert says, good evening, Christopher and Edwin. Robert's one of our kick-ass followers, Thanks, part Robert. of the Misfits for, uh, Misfits for Life Club. Um yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's really cool when I talk to people and I'm like, can you go when I, one of the practices I do with my coaching clients, depending if I could, if we've, uh, determined that the problem or the belief system has happened when they were kids is mm. I will have them write a letter to their younger self and forgive their younger self because that younger self didn't have the capacity, the tools, the wherewithal to say, Hey, no, it's actually these parents or these teachers or these other grownups around here that don't have the wherewithal to give me the right input. So I grow up strong and independent and able to, you know, not be screwed up emotionally. Mm. And then people, then people sit there and go the one direction. I had my one friend, he was a disciplinarian and a half of his kids and his kids kept saying, you don't understand me. You don't. Da, da, da. And then I had other friends where their parents gave them everything and, and like, okay, you have all the love and all the support and everything you can want to do in the world. And they said their parents didn't care about them. So, I mean, it's so crazy wow. how we go through that. But the most important thing is that as adults that we can look back and say, you know what, hey, what happened? And you said it so perfectly, Edwin, you know, that that significance, that wanting to belong, you know, that's that's what we're born with. That's what we crave. We want that togetherness. And so all of a sudden when we start feeling that isolation or feel like if I'm not enough, if I'm if I'm lacking in something, then what else am I lacking in? I better play it safe. Like you said, play it safe. And okay, you know, children should be seen and not heard. And it's like, you take all that away and we become these boring adults that are like, why am I miserable? You mm. know, because we have forgotten to play. I'll, I'll never forget this. My, uh, I was seeing a therapist one time right after my mom passed away and I wanted to get some feelings out and I wanted to go see a third party and just kind of see what my perspective was from somebody else who didn't know me or know her. And, uh, she was she was she was an interesting lady, but one time she asked me this great question that I'll never forget. And she goes, When did you stop being? She goes, Christopher. She goes, I don't want you to be this coach guy anymore. She goes, I just want you to be Christopher. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is who I am. And she said, She said, Chris, when did you stop being a kid? Mm. And I sat back a sudden because you know, you and I have talked about this. Our childhoods are similar. I'm like, when did I stop being a kid? <laughs> I said, you know, it depends. I said, I have episodes of being a kid, but when I stopped being a kid, when I was, when I was a latchkey kid, when I was like six or seven years old, I said, you know, that's when the physical abuse really kind of cranked up. And that's when I was out. I mean, all the different stuff. I was just, I became scared. I was getting bullied at school, all these different things. And, and I was just fighting to hang on to like, okay, who likes me and who will pay attention to me? And I spent Ooh. a large majority of my life still doing that going, look right. at me, look at me. I still catch myself doing it now. And I'm like, Chris, Chris, mm. what are you doing? You know, mm. because I never had anybody doing that stuff when I was a little kid. So that pain I carried through my throughout my life was like, Hey, look at me. And people were like, no, we got you. We got you. And so it just becomes that vicious cycle. So I love where you're at, man. And I love that, that you said, okay, let's go back and play with that. Right. So many people are afraid to go back and look at their childhoods, but when you give it a different perspective, you can heal and then you can be a better person to your family. Right. Well, most definitely, you know, that's, that's what I was going <laughs> to, I love these to your family. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking about 
it's the kids. I have a 10 year old daughter and she's feeling a lot of different things right now, especially school, the way things are, the, 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 the lack of interaction with, with, you know, with her classmates. I mean, it's, it's, I could only imagine what she's going through. Oh yeah. 10. That's rough. Right. Right. So this is her world right now. No matter how much I try to put myself in her world, it's going to be pretty, it's, it's impossible. I'm not in her mind. I'm not in her body, in her mind. I just, it's impossible for me to put myself in her world exactly and feel what she feels. And what I can do is let her feel what she feels, no matter where she is in her life. Like you, you said about how you knew someone who had everything, right? And then they felt like their parents never cared for them or never loved them. And it's, and I think it just goes back to being able to say, hey, it's okay to feel the way you feel, no matter where you are at. Exactly. You know, it's it's okay. It's okay to 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 be to to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to 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 be hurt. You know, it's 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 okay to to um to 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 feel joy in moments where no one else is feeling joy, because even that's mm -hmm. something where you know historically I I catch patterns. It's like, oh, should I be happy right now? Is it bad that I'm the only one that's smiling and no one else is smiling right now? <laughs> You know, like, like, it's like, it, what's, but it's like, well, well, no, I mean, what is, what is so wrong about that? Maybe you'll, maybe you'll create another smile. You know, maybe someone mm -hmm. else will say, Hey, I wanted to do that. And now this person is doing that. Or someone might be like, man, I'm, I'm pissed too. You know, let's talk about this. Is there a change we can make? Is there something yeah. that we can do to push forward? Is there something that we can, you know, apply, you know, to, to do something in life? So, man, I, I it's so, it's so important. You know, it's, it's so, it's so, it's so important for family. You you move you muted or something. Oh, so yeah, I'm back. I'm like, what happened? What happened? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I was I was I was getting all graphic. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just I'm 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 feeling it. You know, it's it's just it, it, it's it's just the family piece. You know, and knowing how much control we have, being you know, it, our the kids, man. It's about the children. You know, and, and how much control we have in letting our kids feel what they feel and, and letting them go through what they're going through and, and not try to control or save. It's like be, being the rescuer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's like it's like I have to rescue every every situation that my child is going through because my child can never go through pain. My child can never go through sadness. My child <laughs> it's, like, it's like that's cool. I'm gonna inflict that sadness and pain on him, god damn it. <laughs> You gotta learn today. You gonna learn today. You know, like, but it's it's like the thought process. It's like, yeah, you gonna learn today. Like, hey, that's it. You know, right, right. I let right. my kid. I let my kids screw up and and figure shit out all the time. Celebrate the state. But I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna learn this hot either now or two weeks from now. Right. If you want to touch it, touch it. Right. I'm like, figure right. it out. You're gonna figure right. it out. The sooner you can figure it out, the better off you're gonna be. Uh, right. What's up, Scott Goyets in the house? What's up, Scott, my brother? Uh, he's, uh, he's my co-host on uh, Friday night lives. My, uh, we're doing a group coaching program together. We're just become fast friends, brothers. Um, so thank you, Gabriel. What's up, man? He says, what's up, gentlemen. Always love when I get a chance to watch Christopher Roush. Love Edwin's energy. Yeah. I mean, when I told, I, I don't, you probably didn't see the intro Gabriel, but, uh, I just talked about this guy is just got a solid spirit, a solid soul. 
Um, just, just, a, just a beautiful person altogether. Um, speaking with, speaking of your daughter, um, what, what are some of the things that she's dealing with, you know, with the isolation and everything? And, and how are you able to kind of give her uh, life meaning out of that? Right. Um, all right. That man, that's a great question. I like that question. You know, recently it was telling it, it, what happened is I told her, has she talked to her friends was a question that I asked her one time. And she, she, cause she was feeling down about certain things and she was feeling as though she's not doing enough for school. And, she, and mind you, I mean, this is, this is a young lady that I'm, man, I'm like, dude, you can like, it's, it's like, I, you're just great. She's just great. Like, like she's just, like, she's great. She is you're great. biased. You're biased. I'm biased. Maybe a little bit, maybe, but <laughs> she's, she is great. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, no matter what she brings home, I'm so, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of, of, of who she is and, 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 and who she's becoming and how she thinks. And, and, and she puts a lot of pressure on herself. She's very much like her father. You know, I see how many things I've, you know, through my actions, she's looked and said, okay, I need to be that way too. And, you know, I've, I'm dealing with that too. And then, you know, that's a whole other, that's a whole other, you know, thing, but, you know, Seeing her deal with this, the best thing that the best conversation that we had was when I told her, well, have you tried talking to your friends about how you feel? And she's like, well, no, I don't want them to think that, you know, I'm weird or I don't want, you know, there was a lot of, she was judging herself, which I, I'm 10 and I'm like, I relate. I'm like, I relate to what you, I'm, I relate to you. So give, so, okay. Letting her express that, not trying to put words in her mouth and also honestly communicating with her mother. You know, and letting her mother know, hey, this is what we're talking about. This is what's going on. And, and, and at the same time, you know, she's, she's telling me that she would like for you to do more of this. Or she's, you know, she's t- so now it's like we're collaborating, right? And we're actually, tr- you know, figuring out, oh, you know, and then her mother is saying, well, you know, she's a great kid. She shouldn't be feeling this way. Hey, we, sh- we can't say how she should and shouldn't yeah. be feeling. You know, that's one thing that, you know, let's, let's both embrace and let's, let's, let's uh, you know, give her the space to feel and let her go mm-hmm. through what she's going through. And, you know, talking to her about that and seeing her do that, she talked with one of her friends and her friend is like, I'm going through the same thing. Like literally like was like, Michaela, I'm going through the same thing. And seeing my daughter so happy saying, hey, I talked to one of my friends and she said she's going through the same thing. And I was, we were able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, shine your light, kid, you know? Go shine bright, shine bright. People will relate to you. You know, people will relate to you and people will see. And sometimes I think some people may need a voice. You know, that we, we have so many, you know, I call it the, um, like it is my, you know, I call it the excuse soup. Cause I, I think, I think we have like a big bowl. I think I have a big bowl of soup with a bunch of excuses in it that I can, you know, grab whenever I want to grab in order to, you know, in order to say why I'm doing something, but deep right. down inside, like, you know, there's, there's things that, that I may be holding back. And when I hear them, I'm like, Oh, wow. Whew, I'm glad I heard that, you know, and I'm so grateful. I mean, you brother, like when I hear you, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I heard that right now. You know, I need, I needed that right now. You know, I want that right now. I want more of that in my life. And I could lean more towards that. And we start, we start being in a group with each other. You know what I'm saying? And now, like, now we see each other and we're connecting and, and I, and, goes back to like what I crave for and what I think humanity craves for and what my 10 year old daughter deep down inside craves for those connections and those relationships and, and, and letting her know that that's normal and that, you know, we can talk about it. I think it has been, it has been paying dividends, man. It's been really great. 
Perfect, dude. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think the most important thing that you said in that, and I know that that you're, you're, you're an active participant in this is actually listening and just really listening and, and having that, having that wherewithal to, to make sure that, that the other parents on board and making sure that you're talking about that and having a strategy and saying, Hey, no, 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 no. Why do you, it's, she shouldn't feel that. What? Let's talk about that. What is it that you shouldn't be feeling? What are you trying to hide from yourself? You know, cause often we want to cast, we want to cast stones upon our, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. It's so, it's so uh-huh. easy. Once you see that, Hey, once you see that projection, once you see that reflection, it's like, Oh no, 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 no. I don't want to be reminded of that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I grew past that. I'm I'm you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm beyond that now. And it's like, well, I, I I don't know. You know, maybe not. <laughs> if, uh-huh. if you're part of charge, there's probably something there. It is. It's so true. I mean, just just the act of listening, and, and like you said, also before, I've always been one of those guys that's been pretty confident, like not super confident, but I've been confident enough to like ask the stupid question or, or bring out the obvious thing in situation. And I can't count you how many times where I've been like, I should just keep my mouth shut. I'm I don't know if that's right. I don't. No, fuck. I just want to ask it. And I just ask it. And I can hear five people in the room go, oh, <laughs> like, you know, all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you, 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 you right, you? right. Okay. Okay. Well, right. no, no question. The fucking stupid question is one you don't ask because you don't get a fucking answer to it. Right. That's the stupid question. Right. If you want to know, 99% of the chance there's some other guy in the world, a guy in the room or a girl in the room is going to be like, oh man, I didn't even know that too. It's like, just ask and just listen and communicate. And have empathy. I mean, that's one of the things that that I that I've I've really been trying to learn more of through this process, Edwin. With everything, you know, with with the with the with the uh, social issues, with the political issues, mm. with people with people losing their jobs, and just like just everything. Like, part of me wants to say, okay, you guys got to be resourceful. You guys got to get off your ass. You got to do things much differently. I was saying that at the beginning of COVID. I'm like, this is not a time to binge watch Netflix. This is a time to get your fucking family together and figure out what you guys are going to do because it's not going to be business as usual. And 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 being that harsh and that strong, but also having empathy, but like, okay, you know, those people have had their life this way their whole life, and now right. it's been completely disrupted, and now they don't know what they're going to do. They're in fight or flight mode. They're in panic. They're they're going back to their little kids selves, and they're trying to figure shit out. And they've got everybody in the world telling them what they should do. So I've been really trying to, okay, how can I be more in their shoes? How can I have more empathy? towards what they're going through rather than anger or frustration because you said it before the divisiveness um that's going on is this oh no actually it was i think it was somebody else i was talking about the divisiveness but no we talked about it earlier too yeah yeah yeah. that was one of the things that i mentioned earlier also man it's something that i'm seeing right now a lot and how does that work for you i mean given everything in your life that you've been through how do you see and relate to that and try to have empathy and love for other people in, in those moments yeah i think um a lot of a lot of the I'm I'm be honest with you. I went through like this maybe I don't know less than a year ago. I was at this superiority kind of like you know I did it. How can you not? You know I I did it. You know what I mean? Like if you knew my life, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I fucking did it. You but, you can do it. Don't give me that shit. Right. Right, 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 right. Like, like I, I come on now, you know, let's not. And and I, and then, but I agree with you. There was, a, there's a moment, and I think the the social, again, the social and emotional intelligence, you know, training and, and just the time that I'm putting, I've been putting into it, and and really knowing we all feel. So I'm like, oh, okay, like, like, like that's like. The equal, like we're like the equalizer, whatever you want to call it, like we all feel. So there's a moment where I'm like, okay, hold on, we all feel. 
And then I'm like, oh, fear. So now I'm remembering, you know, now I'm like reminiscing on fear and what fear feels like. And what someone who maybe has avoided fear historically, would what would they do in this time, right? Like you said, with everything, they're used to one specific way of life, showing up to a location or showing up to a specific you know, place and, 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 and using their hands and, and, and interacting in a certain way and not really, not really using technology much. And, and, and now that's gone. Now that does now all technology and now the, the fear with that could come with that of, I'm not enough to know, to learn this stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't matter enough because obviously everything changed without my opinion, right? Um, I don't belong because there's all these young young people that know technology and I don't know. So now it's like whatever mistaking or limiting belief people had, it's like double or triple, you know? And I mean, I get chills, right, man? I get chills just like thinking Mm. about like just what other people must be feeling right now that have never been in that environment. And I'm like, all right, Maybe, yeah, I mean, same, ditto, where I'm like, okay, let me, let me chill out a little bit. Let me, like, mm-hmm. let me look at this and what can I do, <laughs> you know, if, if anything, like, if there's any, like, what, what can I do, you know, and, and that's honestly, man, that's, that's kind of like where Walking With Purpose came from, because I'm, I'm like, I know I like my journey and I know I'm learning a lot from my journey, so if I share my journey, someone might learn from it. And I know the organization that I use, you know, that that I'm that's that's providing me with all this information has free resources. So if I share that too, then I'm sharing, I'm putting something out there, you know, and 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 I'm doing something in this situation that right. that 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 people are in. And then it and it allows me to also have more empathy, realizing that I'm I'm feeling a lot of things that other people are feeling, or other people are feeling a lot of things that I'm feeling, and we're just feeling it at different levels you know, and in different, different circumstances and we're viewing them in different, with different lenses, you know, and I'm like, damn, I, I, I've actually, it's like in, in this era of, 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 of social distancing, I don't think I've, it's like, I'm, I'm connected, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm connected and I'm looking forward to, to connecting more, you know, and, and finding more ways to connect. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. What you just said. <clears throat> and you know, it's, um, it's really, it's, it's really goes back to being part of the solution, not part of the problem. And that's, that's the thing. My buddy, Scott, I mean, I say it all the fucking time. It's like, okay. And I say it at the end of my walk and talks like, remember, be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Um, you know, but yeah, having that empathy for somebody, I mean, that's one of the things that helped heal me from the trauma that I had from my mom when I was a kid and, and being nothing. I mean, I was told I was stupid. I was told to shut up, mm. you know, to be seen, not heard. Somebody else had just commented on that. Um, and so my, my self-confidence and my self-worth was dog shit for so many years. And, and to think about like when we were homeless, like we even want, I tell people this, I'm writing this book right now about her. And I tell people I won the lottery when we were homeless. We lived in this dirt bag hotel motel. It was horrible. We stayed there, you know, for different times. 
and we actually won the lottery and we still didn't get out of being homeless. And I was just like, I resented her and I hated her. And there was so many different things and it was causing me problems. Like we just said outwardly in relationships, because now I was like, Oh, mm, and this, and nobody's going to get to me and I'm not going to let anybody take advantage of me. And I'm going to be strong. I don't be successful on my own terms. And I'm the lone wolf and the lone ranger. And that really wasn't serving me. It was getting me successful and it was getting me things, but it was not getting me that contentment in my heart and to feel like, okay, this is really a kick-ass life. And I was like, okay, I got it. The anger. Why, why? Okay. I got to do something with that. Cause it's not, it's not helping me. And so I was like, okay. And my mom used to say this thing. She's like, when it was like her birthday or something like that, she would say she was four years old. I'm like, what does that mean? And as I was doing that child development and that research, I'm like four years old. What? Okay. What was my four years old? My mom, my mom's parents got divorced. And wow. I'm like, then she went to go live with her mom. And my grandmother was not a nice person, not a nice person. Mm. So my poor mom was subjected to having the normal parent take off and being with that. So she literally went through what she put me through. And I was like, okay, so if I walk a mile in my mom's footsteps, still I can argue with the things that she did wrong or said wrong or whatever, you know, but I can understand and empathize. Like she was that little girl that was beaten by her mom you know, who was made to be so smart and not like she was book smart. She's, she went to university of Santa Barbara when she was 16 years old. Wow. She graduated high school because wow. my grandmother just made her be smart. But the one thing she wasn't smart at was people mm. and, and neither was my grandmother. And so my mom used to always tell me, she goes like, don't have kids because you know, we're just terrible parents. And you know, the history of violence will continue. And I'm like, no, no, it's not because I'm going to choose to do whatever it is that I have to do to break that, 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 that cycle. Right. And part of that was not having resentment towards my mom because she hated her mom. Wow. And I'm like, her mom probably hates her mom. Right. And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out a way not to hate my mom because right. guess what? And I have a perfect point on this, Edwin. I want to get your thoughts on this because my sister, I have a half sister, different dad. I never knew, knew my biological dad and her life for the most part should have been normal. I mean, she wasn't homeless. I was stuck with my mom. My sister left when she was 16 years old and it was crazy. And I went through all these different experiences. And then I reunited with my sister back in 2005 and I was shocked. I mean, literally shocked at how much she turned out exactly like my mom wow. and she hated her. And I was like, she's like, how did you turn out so good? Long story short. And I'm like, because I chose not to be like her. I chose to take the good qualities from her, but I chose to forgive her. I chose, I mean, all, I can't change any of the shit that she did, but guess what? I chose to make it work for me and I'm pretty fucking happy. You are miserable. And I, I, honestly, I had to wish her well. I had to like toxicity in my life. No way. She hated my mom, blamed her for everything, but she had the normal life. I'm like, you chose to be like her. And wow. unless you get sympathy and empathy for her, you're going to continue to be miserable. And that's right. what I say to everybody out there. If you have anger and hostility in your heart towards somebody, you know, put yourself in their situation. I mean, what do you think about that? Edwin? I mean, well, I think, I, th I think it's like you have anger and, and, and hostility towards yourself. You know, it, it's, it's, it's what it is. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm angry at this person for doing this, for doing this, for doing this to me. You're doing that to yourself, right? You're so, so focused on what this person did and not focus on how to change that pattern. Right. So now you're literally, you're literally retelling, you're, you're re, programming yourself constantly about what that person did to mess you up. So therefore you are messed up, right? Because yes. you're, you're telling yourself what this person did, what this person did. Both of, my mother and father were out of my life by the time I was 12 years old, you know, and, and, and it was, you know, there's, there's a lot of pain and anger. There was a lot of pain and anger towards them also. Cause I'm like, y'all just, why didn't you think about me? Like, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you do things to set things up and, and why, you know, but also this anger that I had towards them was also this, I'm going to show you, 
right? I, I will show you. And, 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 and that I will show you is kept going until like, even if I showed, I would, I would mess something up just to keep showing. Right. Nice. It's like, let me mess it. Like, like, let me mess this up just so I can show that I can do it. Even, even, even though I'm broken, I can show you that I can rebuild again, you know, and, and, and right, 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 right. And then I'm like, hold on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm like, I've, I've done, I've done, I've done really well, you know, and, and I, and I'm, and I'm proud of the person that, that I'm, that I'm becoming and that I've become. And, and, and honestly, realizing also it's hard for me to say that, you know, it's hard for me like to say that for myself and, and to accept it, but I want to embrace that more because I know, I know my mom is proud of me. I know my dad is proud. Just the fact that I'm here right now, no matter, no matter what, you know, what happened, what they went through, I know they're extremely proud of me. And you know, I went years not accepting that for myself, mm. you know, and, and thinking that I needed to do something in order for, 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 for me to have that for myself and realizing that what broke all that was me forgiving them. You know, it was like, it was like, like, it's like, Oh shit. Like me holding on to all this is also me holding on to this, like, you know, it, it, I learned anger. that, right? Nourishing. This anger, right? This this anger, but also this like rat race burger, you know, this mm -hmm. what they call like, it's it's like this, this like, I have to earn, I have to earn this, 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 right? Where it's like, I, I, I've, I've earned it, you know, I've earned it and I can continue to earn it in different ways and I can, and I can grow and I could earn whatever I want to earn, but it's like, I, I, I forgive them. And I love them. And I could only imagine what they went through. And I know, and, it, and it's like, and now there was a moment where I was talking to my coach and he mentioned to me, Edwin, I never heard you say, talk like this about your mother. Cause I was just appreciating all the love. Like I was talking to you earlier where my mother gave me so much affection and so much love. I've, I wasn't able to say that before, Chris, you know, mm -hmm. cause it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, let me hold on to this pain. <laughs> like you were saying, let me Sorry. hold on. Yeah, it's exactly. It's what fuels me. It's it's what keeps me going. You know, where it's like, nah, man, that's that's actually holding me back. Mm -hmm. You know, because I haven't stopped to feel it and, and to really, you know, and and to embrace it and to say, well, what what does this do for me and and, and how has it served me and, and what do I see in them and 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 what you know what is it? So, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of fighting it with my father. You know, it, it's something that that I'm that that I'm you know. I'm working on it. And I think it's, 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 I imagine it being a never ending journey, to be honest with you. Um, and at the same time, it, it's, it, it's freaking cool, man. You know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's freaking cool to think how forgiveness could, you know, what it leads to. Yes. It, it, I mean, it's, it's truly a freeing experience. I mean, it's, uh, I've, I have studied that subject. I was just finishing a, a book called I lost you. You're muted. Touching anything. I did, oh, I, you are. I did it yesterday. I did it. Uh, I don't know. Did it someday. I can't remember. Anyways. Um, crap. I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking what, about? Your book. What book were you reading? You were saying oh, book? Oh, oh, about letting go and everything. It's like, it's, it's really magnificent, but you know, we, we care. That's what my sister did. She carried all these badges of honor. Mm -hmm. Like this I'm a victim, you know, this proves I'm a victim. And I, I had an epiphany. I had a huge epiphany um, in my thirties and I was realizing I'm like, you know, I have all these things, you know, playstations and guitars and a 69 charge. And I'm like, da, 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 da. I'm like, I never play. 
And I was thinking back mm. to what that, that, that therapist says. I keep that in my brain a lot, you know, like, cause I, I got a coloring book now, but I still don't do a great job of it, but I did have this epiphany. I'm like, Oh, we're okay. Work ethic. I got the work ethic from mom. Okay. Mom. Yeah. Never went on a vacation with mom. Mom, mom is always working. Mom is always proving mom was always trying to, uh, develop her ego and her sense of self-worth based on, you know, being able to say that she was successful or say these different things because she didn't have the inner confidence and the real had done the real inner work for herself. And, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, when, it, when I thought back about it, I'm like, there's something here and I'm like, Oh wait, I feel guilty. If I'm not proving myself, I feel guilty. If I'm not earning somebody's respect, I feel guilty if I'm not, if I'm playing and so I've really had to work. I still have to work on myself. I haven't been doing a good job of it lately because I'm so focused because I got screwed up also on work. Like what I do, I love to do. It's not work for me. I mean, helping mm. people and doing these things is not work for me. So I was, people were saying, you're working too hard. I'm like, but I love what I do. Mm. But at the same time, having that epiphany that I felt guilty because if I wasn't busting my ass and trying to get my mom's you know, recognition or praise, then what was I doing? Then I was probably just living up to what she thought. So I spent my entire life, even getting a master's degree, I had to beg wow. my mom to come to my graduation to come to my master's degree. I'm like, mom, your son got a master's degree. Yeah, wow. I got to work. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, if you're not there, I swear to God, I'll never speak to you again. And that's kind wow. of what it came down to. But, you know, it's amazing what we have in our brains that kind of prevent us from, from being happy. But when we forgive and we let go and we sit there and say, why, how is this serving me? You know, mm. that simple question of how is this serving me? And again, in some situations, people have argued with me, like, you know, you can't forgive. And that is tough in some situations, but you have to, if you can see, at least sit there and say, okay, it happened for me because right. now I'm at this point in my life where I could do something with it and, and be a better influence on other people. Right. Um, then it gives it all meaning. I mean, that's the way I look at it. I agree. I agree. As the data, man, the data, the pain, that pain, there's, there's information in that pain. And I think we can, we can, I, I, I believe I can use that information for myself. I could use that information to express it with others. I could even use that information to tell them, Hey, listen, you hurt me by doing this, this, and this. Yeah. You know, and and I and who knows what that can do for that person, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 so I, I'm 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 all I'm all about that. Yeah, no, it's so funny. It's so funny because um we've been just riffing. Normally, I, I stop and I check in the, on the comments, but we've just been like totally in flow. Somebody go cap <laughs> capture somebody. Oh comments. yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, there, there there's uh let's see, I think so Pamela. Pamela is actually my other co-host. She's a dear friend of mine on another show that I do. So I'm just, I'm just out there just rocking and trying to get in front of people that. and help people. So Pamela is a dear sweetheart friend of mine. She says, some of the best people I know had terrible childhoods and some of the most unhappy and frankly angry and abusive people I know had perfectly good parents. We really do choose who we want to become. Mm. Well said, Pam. Thank you. Yes. I love exactly. that. I love seen, that, Pam. I've seen both situations. Like when I had the people that had everything and they're like, I'm mad. My parents didn't hold me accountable and make me do chores. I'm like, you, you probably weren't like that when you were a kid. <laughs> right. Um, you didn't want that. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, so Pam says this. Like, I saw this earlier. She says, you see your daughter, like your mom saw you. Uh, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Look Thanks, at that. Pamela, I appreciate that. That's cool. Uh, uh, Robert, Robert. Hey, good evening, Robert. Thank you for being here tonight. I saw and heard direct evidence that I pulled back to that. I pulled back to the ideal circle of friends. Hmm. That's good. I think that's good. I'd have yeah, to, I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, was behind that one? Uh, Robert said again, Edwin, you just triggered that jukebox in my mind again. The voice by Ultravox. I don't know what that one is. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
Paul from up in Canada says, don't shit on yourself. No, don't shit on yourself. <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely don't do that. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Scott says breaking the cycle is hard, but necessary. Yes, you have to. I mean, you got to say stop every once in a while. You got to realize, is this working for me or against me? That right. simple question alone and anything that we do can right. really, you know, um, uh, make things happen. Right. Definitely make things happen. So I've got one final question for you because I want to respect your time. I know you got a lot of things on your plate. I mean, hours already passed by. We oh, gotta come wow. back in the show. We just got we got to riff about some other. <laughs> oh my stuff. gosh! Yeah, we do for sure. That's crazy. Um, yeah, no, you, you're amazing, and you're you're making people think. We're making people think. So thank you, man, thank for being you, on here. You're very um, welcome. Thank you. So, uh, so here's my question for you, brother. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. okay. So you've got a microphone, right? We got microphones. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you a microphone. You got a microphone to the youth of America and the entire world, the entire youth of the world is listening to you right now. What advice do you have for them to take this, this period in our life and use that for fuel and motivation and leverage to make the world a better place um, while they're here? It's okay to feel. It's okay. It's, you know, it, it's, it's okay to feel and it's okay to express how you feel in different ways, in different forms, in different environments, you know, through art, through, um, you know, through your, through your, through writing, through your voice, through whatever you want to call it. And I think it's important that we use our feelings to fuel our voice. And I believe that as a youth, there's a mission and the mission is to be yourself, to be the best version of yourself and not to be scared to explore and, you know, and, and connect. And even during these times, during these really, really weird times, still make eye contact, still um, be open to uh, embrace others and still be open to, you know, maybe your parents not having a childhood of feeling and not having a childhood of expression and how I think we can, I think the youth can teach us a lot. And that's, that's my message. Beautiful, beautiful brother. Thank you so much for everything you shared tonight. Being the guest I knew you would be just us just riffing back and forth, just sharing, you know, personal stories and things that worked. I love the fact that our, our paths have been similar. And yeah. the fact, what I really love about you, Edwin, is that you're so open to exploring and seeing that. And, and you guys, you got to check out his uh, walking with a purpose videos, connect with Edwin um, again, you know, just really beautiful insights and you're very eloquent in how you share it and how you really share your soul with what it is that you're, that you're going on and what you're doing. So man, that's mad respect. And uh, I just appreciate you so much for what you bring to the world, what you bring to your family, what you bring to the viewers here tonight and uh and just just being a beautiful friend so thank you so much i look forward to having more conversations with you where can uh where can people get a hold of you and want to if they want to connect with you as well for sure so um you know you can find me on facebook um you know edwin moreno i'm on facebook also through my website probably be easier to get to to my facebook it's uh www.winmoreinsurance.com and that up there too i ha usually have that up here so here we go yeah, so I'm at yeah yeah w yeah winmoreinsurance.com. That's um you know that that's my agency website, and then again through there you can find my Facebook page, and um at the same time uh I'm you know Mogul Minds Network. I co-host some some episodes through there as well, and good good group of guys here in Chicago. So sometimes you know they share my talks also. So if you search for them, you'll see my my Walking with Purpose, 
And um, yeah, that, that's where you can find me. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Thank I'm going to put you backstage for a second and uh, close out the show and then we'll catch up a little bit. But uh, thank you, brother, for being here. I appreciate you're it. I you. I think you're awesome. Love you too, bro. Thank you. You got it. You got it. Hey, so uh, I'm working on, I'm working really hard on staying to 45 minutes to an hour. So respecting your guys' time. I love talking with my guests. I love the fire and the energy that we can exchange in order to help you again, like I said at the top of the show, so we can help you guys have that little perspective shift. You know, if what Edwin and I shared tonight, if you had a little bit of perspective shift, you know, go explore that, go talk with other people. I mean, we emphasize the fact of communication and listening and the fact that we're all going through something. So why not share those feelings? Why not go expose yourself a little bit and be raw, be vulnerable and grow and, and, and just use this experience in this time to become a stronger version of yourself and to let go of the things that aren't working for you and the behaviors and the attitudes and the beliefs that aren't working for you and cut yourself a break. You know, again, we talked about the emotional intelligence aspect of it and the child development aspect of it. So if you missed that part, if you came in late, go back and check out out the beginning, because it's so super important to understand the fact that we don't have the capability to really understand the things that are going on in the world. And when you look back and you think about the teachers and the parents and the family members and the friends and the anybody else that was an influence in your life, your church organization. And you think about, were those people the best possible people to raise me and give me the tools that I need to be uh, successful in this life? And maybe they weren't, maybe they did the best with what they could. And maybe they just carried on traditions from their previous life. But obviously Edwin and I are here today to tell you to your face, if we can do something, you can do it. And I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to say that when people say Chris, you're an anomaly. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just determined. It's just a choice I make. Yes. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. Is it hurt? Yes. Do I get all these different things? Yes. But I stay unstoppable because I'm like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. I'm blessed to be here. So while I'm here, I'm going to live while I'm alive. Bon Jovi says it. I'm going to live while I'm alive. I'm not going to play the someday game. I'm not going to sit there and bitch, piss and moan about shit I can't change. I'm going to focus on what it is that I can impact. If I'm here for three more minutes or three more years or 30 more years, I'm just going to focus on what I can do to impact, what I can do to grow, what I can do to make the world a better place, what I can do to be a better father by choice. You know, you guys got to choose that. You got to choose to take the information and go do something with it or say, oh, that was really inspiring. You know, that's what you guys got to do. That's what we got to do as, as a world, as a humanity and lean on each other more and respect each other more and have empathy for each other more instead of judging and, assume, and assuming and pontificating without having that conversation. So I really encourage you guys to do that. I love you guys so much for being here. Uh, hey, Christy Jones, good to see you. Uh, all of you guys, thank you, Angel, for being here. Uh, all the comments, uh, really, really appreciate you guys. If this thing struck you, if this show struck you, please share it, please. More people need to have and listen to these kind of conversations. There's a lot of people out there talking right now, but how many people are really sharing the raw, vulnerable truth of how it is that you can get past your own excuses and, and move forward in your life so that you don't have those regrets later on? You guys see my Facebook post, always no regrets, no regrets. Regrets scare the shit out of me. So how do you not have regrets? You take action today. You jump today. You figure it out. You go forward. You get your bumps and bruises and you get stronger, right? What doesn't kill me only makes me stronger, remember? All right, guys, I love you so much. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you again, Edwin Moreno, for being here and for being an awesome dad and uh, encouraging your daughter to communicate and talk and, and that her feelings matter. Uh, so anyways, I love you guys. Uh, stay kick-ass and uh, be sure to, as always, stay unstoppable. All right, guys, peace out.